This episode is brought to you by my new ebook, Prayerful Affirmations, 21 Biblical Affirmations to Bring You Closer to God and Increase Your Faith. This ebook is infused with scriptures to empower you to pray the word of God over your situation and encourage yourself. You can get your copy to download at reclaimingyourvoice.com slash R-Y-V store. I know it will bless you and thank you for supporting the ministry. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to the R-Y-V podcast. I am your host, Fernisa Williams, and this is the place if you have a desire to discover God, reclaim your voice, and live your core values. Because guess what? We do different things here, and I want to explain why. On your journey to reclaim your voice, you will evolve. That is the hope. You will evolve. The person who you were when you started your journey, you are not still that person. Facets of you will still be the same because that's part of the process. That's part of the work. On this journey, transitions is going to happen. Shifts in life is going to happen. Challenges, new discoveries is going to happen. And in that process, you will become a new person, a stronger person, a more aware person, a healed person. All of that will look different for you and any other woman that you are close to. This is an intentional, personal journey that you are holding hands with the Father. We can make all the plans we want to. It's ultimately his plan. He directs our steps. He knows what's within us. Let's start today's topic. For most of you, if you live in the U.S., we have transitioned to spring. Trees are starting to bring out their beautiful colors. Cherry blossoms are about to bloom. All the beautiful things, all the beautiful creation is starting to come out from rest for the world to see in all its vibrant colors and all of its purpose for us to behold and enjoy the bees and all the insects to do what it was created to do as we move forward through spring. You may not know that in the end of February, Reclaiming Your Voice had its first, and I'm not ashamed to say the first, this is a journey and part of that journey is we need to expose shame anytime we are learning something new or, or discovering something new don't be ashamed of it it is part of your process don't despise small beginnings but anywho yes the end of february i spoke on behalf of oyv at a retreat to a group of women march has challenges that has been new me mentally physically, and also spiritually. Did I expect opposition to come? I did expect it. But this was different this time. So I'm grateful to God that he had me really focusing on learning about Peter. Peter was one of Jesus' disciples who worried. Um, I've heard way back in the day, I heard people refer to Peter as doubtful Peter because he doubted a lot. As I Got to know Peter from the scriptures. I was like, Peter got himself in a lot of, he got himself into some trouble because of his doubt. 
right? Because of his passion and also because of his love for Jesus. You know, he got caught up in some things and Jesus had to correct him often because of his doubt. He lost sight of Jesus's purpose. As time went on, I realized something really significant is coming. I did not know what it was. I was studying, researching, and getting to know myself through the life of Peter. I began to realize that, um, first of all, check your doubt. Second of all, God is removing some things that can increase doubt, but keep going. Another scripture that gave me comfort is when Jesus was in the wilderness, and one of the things he said was, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that took me back to words the Lord gave me around the theme of preparation. Matthew 9, 16 through 17. I'm going to read from the ESV version. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch tears away from the garment, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh wineskins and so both are preserved. I began to research the process, grapes turning into wine. Now, I don't drink alcohol, but... I am really fascinated about that process. I want to share this with you. So it is six steps in this process. Harvesting, pressing, settling, fermentation, aging, and getting in the bottle. Six steps. I want to break each step to you. As you know, if you've been here a while, if you are OG of the show, you know I love breaking things down to the common denominator, making it plain and easy to understand. So here's the steps. The first step is harvesting. Harvesting lasts for two months. The, the ground has already been cultivated. The grapes are growing. That's a process of two months. The harvester is picking the different grapes. Red grapes, white grapes, judging if it is ready, gathering all the grapes to prepare for the process, okay? Step two, pressing. The grapes become juice. And then the juice goes into a large tank and the skins from the grapes are cleared from the pressing. So in my mind, as the pressing is going on, the outer layer is now being separated from the Jews. In my mind, I'm thinking the pulp, right? Now we're calling the skins pulp. Step three is the settling. The juice sits in the tanks to settle before fermentation. Now the settling process, it helps the pressed skins, the outer layer, to separate from the liquid. And the length of the settling process varies depending on the type of grape that's involved in this process. So the length of settling process has to do with the type of wine the winemaker is focused on creating. This process can take up to a few hours to a few days. Step four is fermentation. So now the grape juice transforms into wine during this process. 
to accelerate the process, yeast is added. That's so interesting. So yeast is added to start the fermentation process. The yeast interacts with the sugar in the grapes, turning the sugar into alcohol. This process takes two to three weeks. Then step five is the aging, where the wine goes into oak barrels, aging, which can last for as little as a few weeks to many years. The oak barrels help to add flavor compounds to the wine. Winemakers transfer the wine between barrels through a filter a few times, where filtering helps to remove any solids, there go the the pulp again, right, from the wine. So that could be the pulp, that could be seeds, it could be stems, to ensure it's clean, clear, and sanitary. The sixth step is the bottling, where, you know, it's now wine and it goes into the bottle. So once the wine is clean and clear, the wine is bottled, the winemaker allows the wine to sit and determines when wine is ready for consumption. The timing of the consumption has to do with, is this red wine or white wine? And the red wine sits longer. And what's also interesting that with red wine, the grape skins remain on the grapes. And for white wine, it is consumed sooner. The grape skins are removed during the pressing. So as I was processing these six steps, I began to focus on the winemaker. The winemaker is the person who starts off knowing what kind of wine he wants to make. Why am I saying he? Because I want to connect the winemaker to God. God knows the path you are to take. He knows what it's going to cost how long it's going to be, he knows that process. He knows if he have to take you on the road on the left, and he knows if he have to take you on a road to the right, depending on what is within you. He knows how long you have to go through the crushing. He knows how long you have to be in, in the dark barrels. He knows how long I have to be in the cave and how many times I have to go in the cave and how long I have to be there. A few weeks or many years. He knows. It took me legit 25 years to get to the place where I spoke at that retreat. Let me explain. I used to be homeless in the late 90s. Where I was living, the Lord gave me this vision of me standing behind a podium and rows of people. I was speaking. I held on to that vision in my heart for 25 years. 25 years of preparation. So that means my life since then was breaking free of pride, which is the culprit that got me homeless. A marriage that lasted 10 years. The emotional abuse, the people pleasing, the codependency, all of my stuff within the span of 25 years prepared me To speak to a group of women. So the process of harvesting, pressing, settling, fermentation, and aging. And being in a space of wait. Until daddy says, you are ready to be presented. Those who are connected to your purpose. To your assignment. 
Those people are now ready to consume what he placed in you. I don't know if you are out of the U.S., whatever your season is right now for you, if you have been feeling this tug of war within yourself, if you have been feeling like things are dropping off one thing after another, you feel like you're losing a lot. Could it be you are entering into a new season? God is requiring you to drop some things off at his feet, that he is requiring you to let go of the anger, let go of the unforgiveness, let go of the bitterness, let go of the pain. Let go of the thoughts. What you have experienced had no value. That was not part of the process because God uses all of it. Nothing is wasted. No experience, no relationship, no path you will walk is wasted. The Lord God will recycle all of it. The missteps, what we may see as a failure, what we may see as regret, the Lord will mess around. And recycle all of it and present it to you as new wine, prepared, nurtured, clean. It's not a waste of your time, of your tears. It's not a waste of your life. It is you discovering God. It is a part of you reclaiming your voice. The traumatic times in my life, God had turned it around to be my strength, to be my boldness. Only daddy God can do that. Only daddy God can make something in that moment, that legit moment. Yes, you felt broken. Yes, you felt hopeless. Yes, I will never tell you to not feel those emotions, to not sit in those emotions because they are real. I am here to encourage you. That is part of the process. The Lord used every tear. The Bible says that every tear that you cry, he will put it in a bottle. He will save it, presenting it to himself. Each and every drop of tears was meant for your good, was meant for your process, was meant for to bring you closer into relationship with him. It is not wasted. And God will use all of it for every assignment in every season He blesses you to see and experience those moments when you are feeling tired emotionally, spiritually, mentally. He's there walking with you. Jesus, his mission, all the rejection, all the pain on his way to be arrested. His boys ran. Judas betrayed him. Peter kept doubting him. (laughs) Even with all of that. Jesus died on that cross for you to come back into relationship with with the Father. We can't get to the Father without Christ. If you are a believer, if you see God as your mirror, if you see Jesus as your example, if you choose to live your life that way, you will experience rejection. You will have to fight through friends leaving you, doubting you. You are going to experience grief. God desiring you when we are in those broken moments to go to him. And it's going to be hard. But are you willing? Do you have a desire to die to self so that you may live to suffer with Christ so that you will be raised with him? So yes, as you enter your spring season, if you have been feeling like change is coming, 
and you try to do everything you can do to shake it, to stop it, to reject it, but it's coming anyway. Transformation, fermentation does not feel good, but the process will bring forth new vessels that others will benefit from your life if you are willing, if you surrender your plan, your will, your desires, and give it to Daddy God so that others can benefit from that and He can get the glory from it. I encourage you, daughter, to be where God wants you to be. It's so worth it seeing that all of it wasn't for nothing, that all of it was an honor to go through, that it is an honor to be trusted by God to go through the process for your betterment, for the lives around you that are attached to you and the assignment he has before you. I pray this week's episode will challenge you, strengthen you, give you hope in your present and in your future and will bring you closer to the one who knows you more than anyone on this earth, who loves you more than anyone on this earth and you will continue on your journey to reclaim your voice hand in hand with your father talk to you later and as always be well and peace out